Hey guys, it's Jared from the Fantasy Rugby Yanks. This is part two of episode 18. Round one of Super Rugby is upon us, and we are excited to talk about Super Rugby again and our fantasy teams and fantasy advice and everything that we can in Super Rugby. Thanks for coming along. Kick back, enjoy. First week of fantasy super rugby season is upon us, and we've already got some player issues because there's been some lineups that have been announced, some haven't been yet. Right. Um, you know, a lot of All Blacks have been dropped for from their squads either to the bench or entirely. Um, a lot of people in our league certainly have picked All Blacks for good reason. Right. Um, One of them long term. Yeah. But... <laughs> so. It's going to be a matter of a little bit of, you know, playing, you know, chop and change for your for your back line, right. uh, especially for me. You know, I have both my scrum halves are on the bench for the teams, which isn't bad. So no, if I really, really have to, really I can roll. To, you could... I could really, really, I could roll with one. One of them being Aaron Smith, which isn't terrible by any means. No. Um, but then you have, you know, the likes of Sonny Bill Williams, which I'm sure some people were counting on. You know, go find yourself another midfielder because he's, yeah. he's on the Bill bench. Sonny Bill has been inconsistent, though, the past couple of years anyway, as far as will he or won't he play on a week-to-week basis. Yeah, he's he's not somebody true. that I would be I – would, if, I would, if he, I had him on my team, and I, I don't for this reason, is he, you know there's going to be at least a handful of weeks where he just doesn't play, mm-hmm. whether yeah. he's doing something else, he's doing boxing, or – Yeah, or, <laughs> yeah. Or he's, he's you know, gets, it's hardly, he's getting a little up there. Uh, he he's gonna need his rest, and yep. uh, he's not gonna, he's not gonna be a week in week out player. He's not somebody you no. can just pencil in and say, "Yep, I don't have to worry about him anymore." So for him to not be playing the first week, I don't think that whoever would own him should be planning for that. Yeah, absolutely. If you don't, if you're starting Sonny Bill as you're you're and you're leaning on him a week to week basis. Be prepared to make a lot of chop and change because yeah, you're gonna you're really really gonna regret that because again yeah, he's obviously a very quality player. There's no doubting about that. Right. But you but know the way he plays, he's gonna miss time. Yeah, absolutely. There's no yeah you can't you if you don't know that by now and you you haven't watched enough of Sunnybelt to understand that. Yeah. Um, Sam Lousey with uh with a big injury for the Hurricanes, probably their best second row. Um, if you had him, you are probably, you hopefully were smart enough to grab a second lock behind that. But right. if you need kind of injury cover, I feel like locks are, are I mean, you only start one. Mm-hmm. So it's not as though there's, you know, there, especially in our league, what do we have? 10? Yeah, we have 10 people. Yeah. You know, there, so how many, and how many uh, starting locks are there in it? Oh, there's any a bunch. Week? So, you know, you're going to find a starting lock. Yeah. You know, it's it's not the worst. It, yeah, it's it's it's. I think it's worse for the team than it is for fantasy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Because they're the Hurricanes are talking about. You know, they don't really have another starting lock right now. That's played a lot of Super Rugby. I'm surprised that there's a a, a Barrett that's not on the Hurricanes. <laughs> yeah, Scott. Actually and he would Scott. help. I actually have Scott. <laughs> um. Yeah. In this situation. Yeah. But you and you have the likes of Rory Arnold, Sam Carter out there, Arhis Neiman, who's not playing this weekend, but he's out there. Um. You know, it, and I'm looking at our league right now. There's there is enough out there that you don't need to completely lose your brain. But you, if you want to hang on to Lousy, you're gonna to have to set because this to, isn't like one of those leagues where you have a spot to right. put an injured person. 
you're going to have to sacrifice a, a bench spot every week. So you're either hanging on to just one lock every week mm-hmm. or your yeah, what, what what do you make of that? Would you rather hang on to one lock that's functional every week and put him on the bench or would you rather ha- have two functional locks and drop him? Well, looking at at, at my team, I only have Brody Retallick. He's my only lock. Okay. On my team. And so I would have to make a decision if if he's not playing to either sign another one or or drop Brody or, or what have you, which I'm obviously not dropping Brody. I, w- I, I picked wouldn't. him in like the third round or fourth round or something. Well, he he wasn't an something early high. he wasn't an early pick, but he was he was yeah, he's probably still his top so, six right. pick or so. So so he's gonna be somebody that I, that he's gonna stay on my team. I invested mm-hmm. too much draft capital in him to to drop him. So I could probably I'd probably to sort something else out. Um, yeah, but yeah, yeah, that's not something that I I would struggle. If I only had, you know, instead of the the, the top scoring lock, if mm-hmm. I had somebody, you know, five, fifth or sixth, yeah, I'd probably think about yep. cutting and, and, and picking it back up. Because it's really about, you know, you release somebody. The question is, is he, that person still going to be available when, when you need him back? Yeah. And I, I have a feeling that, for locks, yeah, I think, I think yeah. he'll be of it. I don't think anybody's going to pick up, you know, yeah, if I if I cut Brody Retallick, I think the entire league would be jumping on him trying yeah. to, to, to sign him immediately. Uh, some Lousy, of the other players, not so much. Yeah. Uh, Lousy's not one of those ones you're jumping on it. Yeah. And um, I haven't seen the extent of the injuries. It says pretty nasty, so oh. he may not even be available till the end of the year. So right. That's, so that might be something, yeah, you'd, yeah. you'd definitely drop him and then pick him back up pick later. Pick a better one, yeah. Yeah, because I, I mean, I have two. I have Sam Whitelock and I have Scott Barrett, the two mm-hmm. Crusaders locks. Two of they have like four guys they rotate in. So I'm just banking on one of those guys landing in the starting lineup every week. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Crusaders haven't really set a lineup yet. I do know that I'm gonna have to. Um. I am gonna have the the services of Ma'a Nanu this week, who has said that he wants to play for the All Blacks again. And I mean, for the All Blacks, you can't be mad about that by any means <laughs> no i mean can you uh, they're not the same guys they used to be obviously but just in uh, our and they did this in 11 i think it was when it was ma nanu or maybe it was 15 too it was nanu and sunny bill as starter and bench player and i was like that is not fair (laughs) that is not fair (laughs) like to have to deal with nanu all the all game and then oh here comes sunny bill right i was like oh oh, man that is not good (laughs) right it's just they they complement each other so well yeah in terms of their style of play in terms of us you know you can prepare you have to prepare differently for each of them yeah and they're both units too They're both just you absolute units. Right. Imagine you're you're starting at twelve for your home country. You're like, oh, this is great. And you look out across the field and it's like Nanu. I don't wanna. Okay, I don't wanna. (laughs) Wait, they're taking him out of the game. Oh, that's great. Fuck Sonny (laughs) Bill. Like there's there's No. That's just not fun. I don't want any. That's not even fair. Can I quit? (laughs) (laughs) White flag. I wave. I wave. I'm done. Get me out of here. My my ankle is not feeling quite right. Yeah, right. Coach, coach, (laughs) coach, get me off. Why? Um, uh, cramp. <laughs> My pride doesn't hurt yet, but I know it will. I'm it's about to, among other things. <laughs> oh man, that was the, the, yeah. It's just not fair. And then um, yeah, the one the one lineup I'm definitely waiting on because not only because they're my team, but um, Hurricanes. Mm. Vince also, I you know my namesake. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I, I, I hope he's, I hope he's starting. Uh, but it sounds like that they're thinking TJ Paranara is not going to be in the starting lineup with this one either. So son of a bitch. Yeah, bad news for you. <laughs> so my, I hope you got a backup scrum half that's ready to roll. Uh, uh, yeah, Moses Sarovi. Okay, well, you better make sure he's playing. I yeah, I better. <laughs> Otherwise, you're gonna be needing another one. I yep. I might yeah, like I said, I'm I might just roll with Aaron Smith on the bench, being on the bench for the Highlanders and yeah. hoping that it's one um, week. Yeah, hoping that things work season. out all right. Yeah, it is a long season. That's true. There's a lot of rounds. Yeah, lots and lots of rounds because each conference team plays each other once mm-hmm. and then or twice rather, home and away, and they play one conference completely like they'll play every every one of those teams so um be see, we'll see what happens with this with these guys yeah um i uh it's hard to not pick a kiwi team to win win the whole damn thing of course not yeah you, yeah it's it's incredibly hard not to so in in your opinion which kiwi team takes it is this a three-peat for the crusaders and they're back to their old dynasty i or fucking hope is, not is there a new one um, I, I you know, I I don't see. Um, I I think in, in at least in New Zealand, to me it'll come down to to Crusaders and Hurricanes. Yeah. Um, Chiefs could could slide in there. Damian Mack. Oh, he's so good. Yep. Yes, he is. And, and they have such a good cast around him too. Um, yeah, he does. I but mean... they so so to me they're they're. A, dangerous team i'm not sure i don't think they play 15 as one as well as some of the other teams i think they, they're a little loose with the ball they're much more of the almost oh, they're, they're looking very, for flash yeah they're yeah. very much the islander keep that ball alive keep it running or you know keep it moving around yeah you're not wrong on that um so that that's both uh help and a hindrance it makes them fucking scary to go against because you never absolutely. know what they're gonna yeah, absolutely what they're gonna do to you uh, i don't know that they have the Again, the the structure and the the fifteen is one mm-hmm. um, capabilities to yep. to really put away a team when it comes down to it. You know, it's the last ten minutes of a match. You're playing against Crusaders for you know the right to go to the the final. To the final, yeah. Um, it, you know, if it's a tight game, I'm thinking the Crusaders pull away with it just because they're going to have the, the 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 ability to communicate and. and well, I mean. And work together towards a common goal rather than the you know a little the, the Chiefs are a little play 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 <laughs> they have a little a, bit of the French a little bit in there yeah uh, but um and and for for the record so we've been I've been following Super Rugby for for not too long I've been watching them off and on over the years but not following a team in particular any any the the, the competition at all really in in particular yeah until recently and and to really get an understanding of it I've been following a couple of different teams. Um, I had the, uh, so the, the, not the Taz. Uh, yeah, that yeah, was, was the Taz a couple, years, a couple ago, years ago, um, which annoyed the hell out of me. They sucked. <laughs> I got better last year. Last, yeah, but that, last year I went with the blues. Yeah. I was like, I'll and, follow the blues. Wow. What a freaking hex God, that was. So, so I'm, I, I have put my, my, apparently my, my Ben Glauser hex I've put <laughs> on the chiefs, on, on the chiefs this year. So all right, chiefs fans, so if you I, have an issue. He's the guy to talk to, not yeah, me. Yeah, that, that's my fault. <laughs> um, but I, yeah, so I'm backing the Chiefs this year. I want to, like, you know, see, see what what life's like with with the Chiefs. I mean, um, I, I I like the pieces that they have. Right. I really I do. I fucking love Damien McKenzie. He's yeah. It's hard to not it's hard to not like him. 
and, oh, the model was and, up. He, he's going to be out for a couple of weeks, right. but you know. And Retallic, I, I love. That yeah, place, so. <laughs> that man is ugly. <laughs> hey, he makes up for it. In other he ways. does, obviously, in many ways. <laughs> other, unit other than that he looks. is. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I'm looking forward to to following them and, and seeing what they have. Although I, I will be purchasing at least two South African club jerseys. Oh the, yeah, the superhero jerseys. Superhero jerseys. Yeah, are those are really cool. Fucking mint. Those are really cool. Two of yeah. them are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Captain the, America. The Captain America for the uh, I'll Bulls. Be getting, then the and then the Sharks. I think it is the Black, for the Black Panther. Black Panther. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The Black Panther one looks really, really cool. It really does. <laughs> I like the it. Spider Man kind of. It, yeah, it's they, not quite right. They botched it a little and bit. And the Thor. Uh, I, I, I couldn't figure. I, I forgot which one it was. I was like, yeah. "Wait, which one is that?" Oh, that's Thor. I'm right. an idiot. I mean, there was nothing that. Maybe this makes me a bad comic book geek. Nothing stood out about it that said Thor to me. So I, I mean, unless I got wears, a better look, maybe I just not, didn't get a good look yeah. at it. No, so. it's it's just his like you know his chest with the cape thing and yeah, the, 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 yeah. The, it's like, I I just couldn't quite see it. It's so. not Oops. it's not terribly distinctive. If you didn't know it was a superhero, like if you just were looking at it, you yeah, wouldn't know that's, that it's maybe a superhero. that's maybe that's true. Like the Spider Man one, you know, hey, it's kind of like Spider Man, except that it has all the logos oh, I know, the, that are getting in the way and distracting it. Oopsie. But yeah, you look at the Captain America, you know that's Captain America. <laughs> yeah. You look at the Black Panther, you, that's Black Panther. So, Absolutely. So I will be be, be purchasing. Couple of those, yeah, supporting mm. South Africa, which I never <laughs> expected that would happen. Yeah, right. Um, before we get into pick them, is is there something that can be done for the mass exodus that continues to happen for Super Rugby? And I know McCaw made a comment on like you know, and to me it was just focusing on the Kiwis for a second. Um, to me, what it does, um, it's good and bad. Because you lose your the player the high quality players that want to be paid well mm-hmm. because you can't pay them well, but it also means that the guys that are sticking around want to wear that fern. Yes, and you know that's that's a good thing for them. Australia's got a different animal to deal with where they have three contact sports that they have to compete with players for, and mm-hmm. plus you have some guys that are leaving and end up qualifying for other countries on top of it. So. Right. You know, th- that's weird. South Africa's got a completely different dynamic going on with that, with <laughs> a lot of things going on that, that don't just have to do with rugby or sport. There's right. a lot of issues going on with there. That's not something we can get into right here. But um, it's, it's all, at least for, for super rugby, it's all economics. And, yeah. and you look at, yeah, South Africa has its its socioeconomic issues, whereas really with, with uh, Australia and New Zealand, it's purely economic. Mm-hmm. And, and it, it's... They're they're isolated. Um, it's difficult to get the same type of sponsorships and TV deals that you get from um, the the European countries mm-hmm. and even in the U.S. Because you know when, when those matches are happening, it's, it's you know part of the reason why I haven't been following Super Rugby too closely is because you have to. You know, you, you can't watch a live match unless no, you, you stay up. Watch on so, court. <laughs> you're right. So you kind of lose out on it half the time. You're 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 watching a match and you already know the outcome because you were an idiot and you went on social. You went media. on social media. I have to unfollow the Hurricanes the night before they play. Right. So <laughs> <laughs> you wake up and you're like, oh, what, what's going on in the world? Oh fuck! Damn it! I didn't <laughs> want to see that. <laughs> right. So, so so you know what's happening. It, it's just really difficult to get that to, to translate that to the type of, of TV money that they're going to need to compete yeah. economically for the players. Yeah, it's, it but for is. New, but here's the thing. You know, rugby is such a bigger sport 
for the the people of New Zealand and to an extent for for Australians. Mm-hmm. Um, as you said, they still have Aussie rules and league and, and league, um, which are big there. And I mean, I've I've been to. I used to travel to Melbourne a lot for work. I, I, I worked with a company just outside Melbourne, and it just wasn't a, a rugby no. town. Like no, I, I, I would see like a based. handful of people, and, and maybe one of the people I was working with, my, my one of my uh, colleagues who was working for that company, mm-hmm. who was like, we would talk rugby whenever I, I visited. Yep. But everyone else was like, eh, it's not really the. Yeah. You know, it's, in Melbourne, it's it's footy. They love yeah, footy. Yeah, they love so, it there. So there's the competition for that in Australia that that's not New Zealand. So it, it really, to me is, is that, that economics, they can't afford to pay those players. So yeah, t- guys are going to have to come to that decision. I know a lot of them are after, the, after this world cup. Right. And we, and that's been obviously but very much in the news. That's not going to hurt New Zealand in the long run. Yeah. They're, they're going to lose a couple of, of quality players, but you can't tell me that there's not 10 guys ready to take their place right behind them. Yeah, especially guys that already put their hand up and put that black shirt on. Yeah. So it it it's a problem for New Zealand in that they can't retain their a lot of their top talent. Like Savea. Right. Yeah. Julian, but, not Artie. Artie, Artie resigned. Yeah. <laughs> um, Attaboy, Artie. So it's, 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 a, it's an issue, not a problem, I'd say, because they they're still going to be the best team in the world. Yeah, they're still going to be a team that you look at and go, Oh shit! Right, this team's here, especially when the hawk I mean, rolls it, out. Yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden, things change a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Right, right around that, you know. Yeah, I did hear some talk about stifling it during matches, and I was like, no, there, there are people like us here in the U.S. And you know, there's a lot of good things about being a rugby fan in the U.S. Um, but us here in the U.S., like when that when those guys roll through, like they did in Chicago a handful of years ago. Mm-hmm. You went to that match because motherfucker, you wanted to see that goddamn thing. Yeah, and you went in the one in Chicago that they did against Ireland a couple of years ago as well. Right, you went to that match because you wanted to see that freaking thing because you know it's just gonna. Yeah, when I it, I was it, at the, uh, you know, it gives you you know, bing. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> cutting glass over here. Yeah, no um, kidding. The uh, among other things. Yeah, I went to the uh, the game in Philly a couple of years ago. The the Maori All Blacks yep. versus the Eagles. And the, the when when they went into the haka, the whole crowd started chanting USA, USA, <laughs> the whole way through. And um, it was interesting to see the mixed reaction. There were there was reaction from American fans and, and mm-hmm. a couple other, you know, non you know, or, or non US, non Kiwi fans yep. who were like, ah, oh, it's kind of disrespectful, and and because. Oh, you know, you want to, we want to see the haka, like you said. Yeah. And whereas I, I saw the interviews with the players after the match, mm-hmm. and they were like, "That was awesome. Like, that's what we want. <laughs> we want. We're challenging you. Yeah. So like we were challenging. Oh, yeah, that's where it is. The, the, the team and the fans were saying, "This is what we're laying down." And then he's like, "The fans. I, I don't remember who it was, but they were saying like the fans responded. They they answered the challenge. Yeah. That's what we want. And it's like awesome. You know, that's what this should be. Yeah. We, we, you know, there was nothing negative. We weren't booing them." Because you don't no, do that. No, 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 no. But we were that, saying that's disrespectful. Right, right. We were supporting our side against what yeah. they were were bringing to us, and in the way that we could. Yeah. So uh, that was a, a fantastic moment. I was I was happy to be to experience Absolutely. that. Absolutely, no um, doubt. It, it, that's what makes the game great. And and you know every club rugby 
team has that one player like we should do something like a hockey before the game it's like, like, shut, oh, the fuck just up. shut up <laughs> shut up we don't have enough islanders on this team let alone right. kiwis to make this thing even really mean a damn oh thing. i so remember I, I played for a, a club outside philly very uh very suburban club, let's say. Yeah. And we were trying to figure out how what, what our version of a haka would be like. <laughs> I'm sure it looked pretty ridiculous. Right. It would be like, all right, how do I do a bunch of white guys talk? Like, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't be there. No, it would it be like, what, well. would, what would be ours? It would be like, okay, we get a Starbucks cup. We, <laughs> you know, we get in our Subarus. We, yeah, right. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, nope, doesn't work. Doesn't work, guys. Oh, okay. All right, let's do pick them for, the, for sure. our first weekend of Super Rugby. Um, we got a little room to catch up still. Totally out our asses on this one. Yep. Oh, yeah. I'm four, and I'm four games up on you now. I'm going to point that out every time <laughs> until I get Well, I'm done, like pick, I'm done picking France. So Yeah, well, maybe, maybe that'll uh, <laughs> Learn maybe I'll give, you a, give you a hand when we come back to that. Uh, by the way, James has said he would love to come back. So, James, if you're listening, we're looking forward to having you back sometime yeah. in the next couple weeks, buddy. Um, okay, Friday night fixtures. Um, start with the Kiwis, uh, Chiefs and Highlanders. Well, at this point, I you know I can't start off my my season of Chiefs <laughs> no, by you picking couldn't. against them. So, no. so I'm going for the Chiefs. Chiefs, yeah. But both these teams made the playoffs last year, if I remember right. Um, oh, and also this is going to create a season of chefs joke for me. For yeah. Me. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's true. That's also yeah. That's a good thought. Um, yeah, hard to go against the the boys in Waikato, so mm. I'm gonna go with the Chiefs. Um, and then over to over the pond uh, to Australia, Brumbies and Rebels. Uh, I, this Queen one Cooper starting for the for the Rebels. I saw the lineup. It oh, looks. It you looks know, I was about to pick the Rebels right until then. Yeah. Uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pick the Rebs. You going Rebels? Yes. Yeah, me too. And Quade Cooper brings that X factor. Him and Will Guinea partnered up. I don't think Guinea is necessarily starting, but he'll be on the bench. Um, but it should be a very a interesting thing to see what's going on with that. And I'm sure Michael Checa will have an eye on that. As I'm well. sure he will. So that'll be interesting. Um, defending champs travel first week, going to Auckland to take on the Blues. Yeah, I, I'm. Of course, again, now that I've I've dropped the Blues, uh, <laughs> well, except not dropped them. I've just Moved on. Yep. Um, I'm sure that they're going to pick the pick up where the the Taz left off the previous year and, and do well. Um, and do well. Uh, not this match though. No, probably not. No, I, I I'm not picking against. I'm not going to pick against the Crusaders. Crusaders. Um, not until I see them. You know, I need to see them bleed first. Yeah. Right. <laughs> they bleed. <laughs> yeah. All right. This will be this this one actually might cause some interesting things. Taz in Australia hosting mm-hmm. the Hurricanes. And as you said. The Hurricanes, well, we don't know yet what their their lineup's looking yeah. like, but it's not looking like TJ's not starting. Yeah, and uh, who knows what other All Blacks are sitting for them, so yeah. this will be interesting. And I, I think that the Taz, uh, again, this is we, we talked about with, with Bristol v. Wasps earlier, mm-hmm. Taz have a, a, as, as favorable a matchup against the Hurricanes as they're ever going to get. Yeah, probably true. So I'm going to pick the Taz. Okay. I don't know where you're picking. Uh, come on, Hurricanes. Come on, Canes. Let's go. Yep. I'll take I'll take my boys. Um, I believe, if I, as long as I'm looking at this correctly, this is this next one's played in Japan. Yes. Some Wolves and Sharks will be interesting. Um, sharks should have Robert Dupria back and ready to go. Mm-hmm. He'll 
be raring to go after playing pretty darn well for the other Sharks' sale. Right. So uh, he, we'll see he if was, the Wolves have something in the tank, though. Right. He was pretty pretty impressive there. Very. Um, I'm going to go the opposite of what I, of, uh, what I said earlier mm-hmm. with, with, the, with the Crusaders, is, is I'm not going to pick against them until I see them bleed. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to pick the Sunwolves at home against Until you prove it. <laughs> until they, they prove to me that they're, you know what I mean? There are certain teams that I would, I'll pick them. Yeah. Not the Sharks. No. Probably not. Sharks were probably just on the cusp of right. getting into it last year. Um, that would make Anthony happy. Yep. I know it. I know it. I wonder if he listens. Probably not. <laughs> um, yeah, I gotta go. Um, Robert Dupree is my starting fly half. So, well, <laughs> <laughs> then that makes it easy. Yeah. yeah, that'll make my life a little easier. I'm going sharks. Um, this will be an interesting one. Bulls and Stormers. Bulls without John Mitchell for the first time, mm. and Stormers with. I thought they had a pretty good team last year. I was sad to see them just not rock up in some of the games, yeah. and especially with Sia Khaleesi as their as their captain and as their leader. But you know they have they have some good stuff. But Bulls have some good stuff too with the guys like um, Diaga and his name is not playing in this match. But Pollard, mm-hmm. obviously a very good one. Yeah, and this, well. is, this and is get, and our our old friend Scott Britz is starting oh. for the Bulls. Oh my! Yeah, <laughs> uh, oh man, that makes it tough. Uh, but yeah, so again, I'm not I'm not huge into to South African their their conference. Um, so uh, this one makes it a little bit tough for me. So I'm I'm just gonna go with the home squad here. Gonna go with the Bulls. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Bulls. Um, okay. If I don't know much about either of the two teams, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I, I I'm gonna Skulk. I didn't Skulk. Yeah, yeah. Our old buddy. Yeah, miss you, Skulk. <laughs> um, those that don't remember, Skulk Brits did play for the Saracens come end of last year, but. He decided to retire, then unretire. <laughs> Pulled a Brett Favre. Hey, well, if they pay you, yeah. Oh well, you know, and he wanted to go back to. Yeah, he wanted to go home. I... He, want, he wanted to go back to. Um, I think the Sharks is where he originally came from. Okay, I think that's where he originally came from, and they they didn't they, they didn't, didn't really offer him anything. Yeah. So he's just like, and Bulls did. So he's like, all right, I'm 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 playing for you guys. <laughs> there you go. All right, um, uh, I will go with the Stormers actually. See you, Khaleesi. Inspires them to a win. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Last game of the weekend. Probably be on in a, at a reasonable time. We can watch live because right. be, I think it's going to be Buenos Aires. Um, the Jaguars and the Lions. Lions being the third time, three time yeah. runners up. Right. Oh, man. Are they going to break the hex this year? Did Chanchi's get a new haircut or is he still rocking the. I like, think he's that... still rocking that kind of really Ugh. terrible looking lid. Oh, it's ugly. <laughs> it is. It's terrible. It's so hard. It's so hideous. Uh, I can't. I, I, I can't look at that and root for it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but uh, no, I'm gonna go with the the Jaguares. Going going with the boys from Argentina. Okay. Um, despite the fact that I also dislike Yanchis, <laughs> um, I do like me some uh, some Malcolm Marks, mm. and uh, he uh, he. If there's a if there's a guy that I would want on my team for hookers he'd make my he certainly would make my 35 man roster for a world cup <laughs> um Fair so i'll uh i'm gonna go with malcolm marks and crew and go with the lions i don't think they're i i i think this is actually a year they take a step back um they've lost a few things they've lost they lost a few guys they lost yeah. um 
God, the guy playing for Gloucester now. Um, why am I having a hard time thinking of his name? Heinz? Uh, nope. Um, Mustard. Oh, Mustard, yeah. Yeah, they lost him, so that's the, and that's a big loss. That's a unit yeah. right there to yes, lose. Yes, it is. So um, I'm going to go. Uh, yeah, I just – I think they'll win this game. I don't – I think they will stick a step back this year. I think they'll find – I just don't think they'll I, have enough in the, well, in the tank. I, I feel like having having seen enough of the – at least in the in the playoffs the past couple of years – I feel like the the Lions have been taking steps back, but nobody's been taking the step up to certainly not to replace them against their certainly not in the South Africa conference. Exactly, but that might happen. I I, I think there's enough from one of these three, other three South African teams that you might you'll probably see them dethroned from the South Africa conference this year. All right, damn, we we covered a lot. We did. Okay, um, so we didn't cover the women's World Cup or women's Six Nations. Did you get? Did, did how was Le Crunch female? It was about the same as the men. Oh really? Oh yeah. Oh France, France, France. I've got fucking rolled. They barely showed up. Oh man, what the uh, heck? Yeah, I know. France. Uh, this was Le Crunch. This is supposed to be your match. Yeah, I know. Forty-one twenty-six was the final. Oh. And it it really, uh, that that's that seems a lot closer than it actually was. Uh, oh my god. There were the England had a couple of yellow cards that really slowed them down let's say yeah and, so this uh, could have been worse this could have been a lot worse oh my god um, <laughs> that's not good yeah so we, we talked about jess breach last week yep with with two tries she got another two tries this week um but this this week though the play of the match uh was kelly smith the other wing <laughs> um wing where uh yeah, again um just a little bit of movement through hands mm-hmm. uh including through a prop once again uh <laughs> prop shouldn't be on the way <laughs> once again hannah botterman Acting as the go between, okay. um, between the ten and the and and she get um, hosed in the scrum again. She, you know what? Not really. Not as bad. Um, well, she didn't start, so she got to come on a little bit of fresh legs. Okay, that helps. And that helped a lot. Um, but yeah, she she was the kind of the go between. Um, I think between Katie Daly McLean the ten and Emily Scarrett at thirteen, Scarrett gets the ball, um, just chips it through, and Kelly Smith just turns on the Jets. Takes and, on everybody else, and just the the, the miracle pop, not even the miracle, the glory pop, where it's kind of grubbing on the ground, and then yeah. something oh, pops right just up, gets a lucky one, right to chest level. So she's at full <laughs> full sprint, pops right up to her, boom, yeah. in. Thank the gods when that yeah. one happens. Then yeah, you definitely drop your knees and thank the gods when that one happens because right. it doesn't always happen. That's how you want it to happen, but exactly. it doesn't exactly. always occur. Does. But when you have when you have talented players like Smith and and Scarrett. You yeah, know, connecting like that—that that usually good things happen. They—they they yeah. understand how to weight the kick, how to how to put it right where where it is, and and really how to get that that bounce. Yeah, it's like, uh, please, yeah. But every time you're running at a kick like that, you're just hoping, hoping, please let it please be that bounce. perfect right. bounce right up into my chest. And it was. It was just soft. It like it bounced just in, like so. She was able to catch it not on not on the way up, but on the way down. So it popped up <laughs> oh, and it better. just floated, and she just right into oh, her arms. What I got. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, perfect wing try there. Yeah, you gotta love those. And um, I also want to just highlight the Ireland. Uh, Ireland do what Ireland does. Ireland doing what Ireland does. They won uh, twenty-two to five against Scotland. Choked them out. Um, choked them out. But also, they again they they showed that that they did show more creativity. Oh, just, really? Like I said Go last ahead. week, um, they have just a really talented side that they went against last week. <laughs> they still have an issue with um, running directly into contact. Do it a lot. Do it a lot. Yeah, that's just part of their DNA. Um, Yep. Part of what, um, having coached women's rugby for, for mm-hmm. a few years before I, I moved back to men, 
<laughs> went back to me. I can't be the only one laughing at this, please. Uh, but you know, there's a lot of it, it's it's really easy to to get sucked into. Oh, I want I want physicality, um, and then when you have um, women's athletes. They, they tend to come to rugby from another sport, but usually a less physical sport like soccer. Yeah. Rather, you know, a lot of men come to rugby through football from the U.S. Or lacrosse or something. Or lacrosse. Like something yeah, where wrestling, they're. Something they're, where they're. Right. So there's a little bit of physicality. Body body, and, yeah. Right. They, we grow up beating the shit out of each other as kids. <laughs> yes, we do. And, and <laughs> girls don't. Well, at least they, they haven't. Not a lot of them do. So when, you know, a lot of. I've seen a lot of, of women's rugby coaches who just stress the physicality aspect of it because if we're more physical than the other side, they'll back, they'll back down, and that's how we're going to win. And now they're moving towards tactics, which oh, is good. That's good. Uh, but you can still see how they've they've been coaching the, the, those women, especially in Ireland, to take contact constantly. And, and just the way you, you coach them, given that, mm-hmm. um, you know, the, those – especially the physicality aspect of it, you have to, they have to be comfortable around contact. So you yeah. teach them to take contact, which ultimately, unfortunately trains them to run into contact. Yeah. You know, that's, that's the, that, that's the one aspect that we yeah, miss with that. Uh, you know, we want to make them physical. We want to make every, all our players physical. Right. But the problem is when we do that, we're training them to run right at somebody. Yeah. Um, and, and Ireland had that problem. Um, they still ran a lot of good lines, but they ran their lines right into contact. Yeah. So, Find space, find right. space, so, find so, space. So they're 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 still developing that, yep. um, and that was evident, which is going to have them struggle against the top tier competition. But against Scotland, that's not too much of an issue. Yeah, right. So they were still able to, able to overpower them and 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 put points up mm-hmm. that they weren't able to do last week against England. Um, so good on Ireland. They they did a they did really well. I, I you know if if France keeps doing what they're doing, mm-hmm. I, Ireland could maybe pull one off and, and, and beat them and, and come yeah. in second in the competition. We'll so that, that's that's definitely an option for them. Um, yeah, we'll that's... see how it goes. And I, I didn't even bother with Italy-Wales because it was a 3-3 match. Yeah, and yeah. those are not, and, you know, those aren't any of the, they're not going to be top teams. So no, it's, it's, it's kind of an irrelevant, unfortunately, match. Oops. Um, but well done, England. Well done, Ireland. Yeah. Um, I, I really want to see continued improvement out of Ireland and as far as attacking space we'll as we what, talked about. See what happens when France Ireland rolls out around, which will be round four, I think. Uh, I I'm not certain. Yeah. It's, well it's round four or round five. It's not next round, I know that. Um so yeah, we'll see what we'll see what happens. It is, in yes, that. it's Ireland France is round four. Oh hey, look at that. In Ireland. I was ooh, that's an advantage to them yeah. then, possibly. So yeah, maybe we got a got a little upset on the cards there. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens in a few weeks here. We will. Okay. All right. Um Thank you everybody for do, for sticking around with us. Um, this has been this is going to be a lot. There's going to be a lot of rugby to talk about in the next couple of weeks. Um, like we're I said, sort our time out. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna, we'll, we'll be all right. Um, so, but like I said, we'll um, we'll have a third man in sometime in the next couple of weeks as well. Um, I'm sure he's looking. I'm sure he's chomping at the bit to talk about the big one at the principality in a couple of weeks, mm. um, whether it be before or after. So. Uh, that'll be determined soon. But other than that, uh, thank you very much for stopping by and uh, letting us entertain you for a little while. Um, make you sh- make sure you check us out on Google Google Play, iTunes. Comment. We like the comments. We like to know what's going on, what you guys think. Um, good, bad, and different. Shoot, shoot us an email if you want. FancyRugbyPodcast at gmail.com. Um, follow us on Twitter. Uh, 
Don't forget Spotify also has our stuff. And um, thank you very much, everybody. Uh, we'll be back to our regularly scheduled program next week, assuming that Mother Nature doesn't get give us the proverbial middle finger. Um, other than that, thanks a lot, guys. Yeah, thanks. Uh, cheers. Bye.